in beautiful North Florida celebrating two years of color commentary, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. Well, we've got a pretty intense uh, episode today because uh, we're, I'm actually just waiting to have President Trump make remarks down in Eagle Pass, Texas, where he is visiting uh, the Texas National Guard and their headquarters there with Governor Greg Abbott, uh, members of the Texas National Guard, and the Texas Department of Public Safety. Uh, yes, and of course, uh, not to be outdone, but he is going to be anyway. Joe Biden is doing a photo op in Brownsville, Texas, which frankly has not had a lot of activity to create the illusion that, well, immigration's not a problem. Everything is okay. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, just in the typical Joe Biden style, uh, trying to gaslight people and trying to fool them, uh, especially when it comes to the low uh, propensity, low information voters. But we're going to get into it and we're going to go live to President Trump if, it, if he happens to uh, come to the microphone uh, during uh, today's episode and we'll just chip right in. But Right now, uh, here are the final day of February on leap day of a leap year. And with that comes the end of Black History Month. And frankly, I have a different name for it. It's Blacks are, hist are Becoming History Month. Back in the old days when they came up with this nice idea of uh, Black History Month. Yeah, okay, it was great. You know, you got to celebrate the achievements of many Black Americans, uh, and there's plenty there, plenty there. But on, but this year has been nothing short of weird, messed up, Ugh, I, I don't know. I, I can't even really find the words for it. I really can't. Because this year, the only blacks that are getting sort of uh, celebrated and awarded stuff are absolute idiots like Eric Adams, the bald black buffoon mayor of New York. People like Brandon Johnson, the it totally equally idiot black mayor of Chicago. Throw in Fannie Willis, uh, the Fulton County District Attorney. Yeah, uh, and believe you me, she's a mess. Of course, Letitia James, the New York Attorney General, and Alvin Bragg, the Manhattan District Attorney. I mean, 
These are not, I repeat, not the kind of black Americans that black kids should be emulating. Nope. Sorry. Uh, it's, uh, it's not cool. I, I don't like it. And frankly, what are these people representing? They are representing dysfunction. They are representing corruption. They are just a mess. They are a mess. I mean, my goodness, if I'm still having a hard time deciding as we come to the end of another Black History Month, who's the most messed up black American? Is it Letitia James? Is it Fannie Willis? Is it Eric Adams? Is it Brandon Johnson? I mean, who? Who is the most messed up? And frankly, what Democrats have done to black Americans, especially in sanctuary cities like New York, Chicago, and Los Angeles, which, by the way, are all run by black Marxist liberal Democrats. Okay? And yet, look, and the mainstream media doesn't talk about this. They, they don't and they won't. What's going on in Chicago? Residents of the south side of Chicago, the west side of Chicago, are going to the city council. And, and these are black folks who are laying in to the black mayor. They're going kaboom everywhere. They're going nuclear on this guy. And frankly, he needs to. Same thing in New York. You have black residents in the Bronx, in Harlem, other places who are giving who are wondering why are they getting the preference why are lib illegal immigrants getting the preferential treatment of these like the program to 53 million dollars 53 million dollars in a pilot program to give illegal immigrants not the residents the american citizens of new york city but the illegal immigrants who are getting prepaid debit cards and credit cards and stuff like that to help them, but not one dime to the people, the American citizens who need it. This is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And the and Democrats are wondering why Joe Biden is losing all kinds of support from Hispanics, from black Americans, from younger voters. These are the people who are supposed to be money for the Democrats. These groups, these demographics. Black folks are getting ticked off. Lots of Hispanics are. And, it's, and the number one issue in poll after poll, survey after survey, is immigration. And my goodness. <laughs> oh, mercy. And I'm just absolutely blown away how this issue has really come to the forefront in the last week. Look at the big stories that have happened. Uh, the Lake and Riley murder on the campus of the University of Georgia over there in Ath up there in Athens. You've got 
Uh, and that was done by a Venezuelan illegal criminal alien who happens to have nice, a nice long rap sheet, not just in the state of Georgia, but in New York. But he was let out, let out all the time, and it could, the, the Lake and Riley murder was preventable. Just a beautiful young woman who was a nursing student who essentially was horrendously attacked, viciously attacked, disfigured according to some police reports. And yet, the mayor of that city, and I believe me, I'll get to him in just a minute or two. We've also got a Honduran illegal criminal alien who raped a 14-year-old in Louisiana. You also have another Venezuelan criminal illegal who is, who's been charged with the death of a two-year-old in Maryland. A two-year-old. And yet, I'm I am so sick and tired of hearing all these bleeding hearts. I mean, on the left and supposedly on, and supposed Republicans on the right. We're not, I mean, we're not connected with reality. And frankly, Speaker Johnson apparently has some kind of a sick twisted deal bending over and grabbing the ankles for Chuck, Schmucky Chucky Schumer again that's not involving the securing of the border. And tomorrow, midnight, March 1st, government's out of money. And there has been a growing cry amongst not just conservative activists and MAGA people, there are people of all political stripes who are screaming either shut down the border or shut down the government. And the fact that Joe Biden is doing a photo op down in Brownsville in competing with Donald Trump at Eagle Pass. I mean, you want to talk about a tale of two cities, it's a tale of two candidates, it's a tale of who's grounded in reality and who's not. And it's painfully apparent that Biden is uh, not anywhere closely connected to reality, in spite of what his minions, like Karine Jean-Pierre, the Cabbage Patch press secretary, and all of that are going to say. It's not. I mean, my goodness. We know this. And the Lake and Riley case and all these others are just prime examples of what is severely wrong with our border policy and the politicians in D.C. But the one thing that just absolutely absolutely fried me <clears throat> excuse me was this idiot mayor of Athens Georgia uh, Kelly Gertz is his name this twisted SOB and probably the most arrogant bastard I have seen and yet he goes in a press conference 
just yesterday with the police chief of Athens Clark County and frankly he came off looking as smug as arrogant as clueless and there were an awful lot of highly upset and I'll just say it they were pissed off these were residents of the town of the area and they were not taking any of it they weren't swallowing it they weren't buying it I mean let I'll, I'll even let the this clown's words speak for themselves many calls many emails many queries from the press in recent days about this notion of a sanctuary city and so I want to lay some things to rest here today this term sanctuary city doesn't have a sole legal or procedural definition you can look in Georgia statute and you can find a clear definition for a unified government you can look in contractual language and you can find out exactly what it means to be an SEC institution sanctuary city doesn't track with either of those and so that term means different things to different people depending on the context of the discussion. Many of the elements, many of the elements, we're here to listen. We're here to listen. Liar. You're a liar. You're a liar. You're the one guilty and got blood on your head for this murder, sir. Many of the aspects that are ascribed to sanctuary cities are things that are Okay, I'm going to pause it here for a minute. It took less than one minute of his statement, and this rat bastard is playing word games. You want to talk about laying to rest something? Oh yeah, he apologized to the family of Lake and Riley. Big freaking deal. You are a sanctuary city, but if you want to play word games, Kelly Gertz, go right ahead and continue to piss off all of the residents. And I am given the abysmal performance you had yesterday with this nonsensical news conference, I fully expect to be hearing about a recall effort uh, sometime soon because you started this mess in 2019 and yet you want to talk about oh it's not we're not technically a sanctuary city does it matter it just does not matter if you're going to be welcoming all these illegals into your community regardless of their immigration status like you like you passed in 2019 be ready because you've got a whole lot of problems on your hands okay you do mr. mayor but let's continue on with his foolishness at this news conference disallowed by Georgia law and we contribute a document every year to the Georgia Department of Audits indicating that we do not correspond to these definitions under state law yes you do and no policies have been adopted Please by the mayor and commission that have created sanctuary city status in Sir, Athens. You need to resign. One protocol resign that sometimes now. arises. Resign. Resign now. You one protocol. This to happen, sir. One protocol that sometimes arises is the approach that sheriff's offices and jails 
take to order term detainers. The Sheriff's Office approach has varied over the years, but this question again in the purview of the elected sheriff. Honor One moment, ladies and gentlemen, I apologize for interrupting, but let's go to Eagle Pass, Texas, where President Trump is speaking right now. Border Patrol agents are upset that we cannot get the proper policy that is necessary to protect human life, to protect American citizens, to protect the people that are crossing the border illegally. We want to protect them as well. And we can't do that because President Biden's policies continue to invite people to cross here. Thank goodness we have a governor like Governor Abbott. Thank goodness we have somebody that's willing to run for President of the United States forgo everything else that he's been doing to serve the American people. President, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, the uh, reports have come out and we've been covering them and everybody's been and I spoke to the parents of an incredible young lady and you you saw her the other day. You saw what happened the other day in Georgia and the parents are devastated. They're incredible people. But this is a Joe Biden invasion. This is a Biden invasion over the past three years. I call him Crooked Joe because he's crooked. He's a terrible president, the worst president our country's ever had, probably the most incompetent president we've ever had. But it's uh, allowing thousands and thousands of people to come in from China, Iran, Yemen, the Congo, Syria, and a lot of other nations. Many nations are not very friendly to us. He's transported the entire columns of uh, fighting aged men and they're all at a certain age and you look at them and they say they, they look like warriors to me something's going on it's bad now the united <laughs> states is being overrun by the biden migrant crime it's a new form of uh, vicious violation to our country it's migrant crime we call it biden migrant crime but that's a little bit long so we'll just leave it. But every time you hear the term migrant crime, you know where that comes from. Allowing thousands and thousands and actually millions and millions of people to come. Could be 15 million, could be 18 million by the time he uh, gets out of office. Because hopefully the biggest risk we have is nine months. That's a long time. A lot of bad things can happen. As I always say in speeches and rallies it's if you take the 10 worst presidents in the history of our country and you added them all up all of the problems all of the lousy jobs they've done you can add them all up it's not as bad as this one man has done for our country what he's done to our country is he's destroying our country uh, we were just talking before we were the general was saying i can't believe he can't believe what's happening he can't believe it's so sad last year almost half of all ice arrests were criminal aliens charged for more than 33,000 assaults, 3,000 robberies, 6,900 burglaries, 7,500 weapons crimes. This is all migrant crime. 4,300 sex crimes, 1,600 kidnappings, and 1,700 homicides and murders. These are the people that are coming into our country. And they're coming from jails, and they're coming from prisons, and they're coming from mental institutions, and they're coming from insane asylums and they're terrorists, they're being let into our, our country. And uh, it's horrible, it's horrible. And you know, I know many of the leaders of these other countries that are doing it, and it's not just South America, it's all over the world. The Congo, a very big population coming in from 
jails from the Congo. You look at the jails now, you take a look at the jails throughout the region, but more importantly, throughout the world. They're emptying out because they're dumping them into the United States. And these guys try and make like, oh, isn't it wonderful? They don't have a clue. I think they're looking for votes. They're looking for something. Nobody's really been able to tell me how anybody could want it. You know, you're always in business. You always want to understand the other side. Uh, you want to figure it out so you can do something that's good or bad, depending on what you're looking for. But nobody can explain to me, because everybody I speak to says how horrible it is. Nobody can explain to me how allowing millions of people from places unknown, from countries unknown, who don't speak languages. We have languages coming into our country. We have nobody that even speaks those languages. They're, they're truly foreign languages. Nobody speaks them. And they're pouring into our country and they're bringing with them tremendous problems, including medical problems. As you know, we had Title II and we had different things to solve that problem, but they've terminated all of that. Even the judge couldn't believe it. The judge said, no, no, you can't do that. It would be horrible to do that. And he let it go. And But he said in six months it expires. And uh, it expired and that's it. So I just think you're doing an incredible uh, job. Just one week ago, a beautiful 22-year-old nursing student from Georgia was barbarically attacked, almost unrecognizable, while she was out on her morning run. She was a morning run. She was doing a keep herself in shape. She was a beautiful young woman. She was a great person, best nursing student there was. I spoke to her parents yesterday. They're incredible people. They're devastated beyond beyond belief but she was beautiful just so beautiful in so many ways and brutally assaulted horrifically beaten kidnapped and savagely murdered the monster that charged uh, charging the death is an illegal alien migrant who was led into our country and released into our communities by crooked joe biden he's crooked i took the name away from hillary because she's no longer relevant i guess she was terrible, but he is, what he is doing is just unbelievable. Joe Biden will never say Lake and Riley's name, but we will say it and we will remember it. We're not going to forget her. It's been just a horrible story that we've had to live with for the last few days. It's hard to believe. And her parents are just, they can never be the same. Great people. Just four days ago, an illegal alien in Louisiana was arrested for brutally raping a 14-year-old girl while holding a knife to her throat and he then allegedly robbed a man who was getting out of his car in front of his home and repeatedly stabbed him in the face in the back in the face many many times before police found this person standing in the middle of a street all covered with blood standing over the blood of the man he was attacking last year a sadistic illegal alien criminal who was released into our country by joe biden was arrested for raping an 11 year old girl in strangling her to death in Pasadena, Texas. And shortly before she was murdered, she texted her father that someone was knocking at the door. He arrived home from work and found his daughter's body stuffed in a laundry basket underneath the bed. Horrible. Crooked Joe is the blood of countless innocent victims. It's so many stories to tell, so many horrible stories. Three years ago, we had the most secure border in history. Brandon was saying it, the general was saying it. We had the most secure border, and people weren't coming because they knew they weren't going to get in. And we weren't promising free education, free medical, free everything. I mean, all the promises that are made, no wonder they come. I mean, uh, you look at what this Governor Newscom from 
California, isn't that his name, Newsom? Uh, what he's done to California is unbelievable. People are pouring in. They think they're going to get medical aid. And our soldiers, our vets aren't being taken care of. But people that come into our country illegally are. We ended catch and release. We built 571 miles of border wall, much more than I promised I'd build. And in addition, we purchased another 200 miles. And uh, they sold that, much of it for five cents on the dollar. And it's the best wall, the same wall that you're using, because the governor's now building a lot of wall also, and it works. Walls work. Walls and wheels, I always said. It's one thing never gets obsolete, a wall and a wheel. Everything else is obsolete about two weeks after you come up with it. And we got Mexico to give us 28,000 soldiers to take care of our border. We had the safest border in the history of our country, and now outside of this area where Texas has done an amazing job, and in a pretty short period of time they're going to have it all covered, uh, they have just been incredible. What they, The operation that sh they showed me is nothing less than incredible. And I'll say this, uh, it's a military operation. I mean, we have a military, this is like a war. It's a military operation. So we had Remain in Mexico, remember that? You can't come into our country, and Mexico agreed to it, and I'll tell you something, I'll tell you why. Safe, safe third agreements, asylum bans, Title 42, and rapid removals. But Title 42 was so important, rapid removal so important. But the best was remain in Mexico. You stay in Mexico. We had catch and release in Mexico. We had catch before that. It was catch and release a criminal and they released him in the United States. We had no more catch and release. Our catch and release was we released him in Mexico. And if you broke the law, we caught you, we deported you, or we did something else. But we were doing a great job and uh, that's where it stood. And then we had an election that uh, we ended up getting many millions of more votes than we did. We did much better in 2020 than we ever even thought about doing in 2016. And very bad things happened. And from that moment on, it was a whole different ball game in Texas and all over. But the governor in Texas picked up the ball and they've done an incredible job. And I'll tell you, it's an honor to be here. I brought some people here, some executives from New York, because they're, they're marveling at it too. Uh, you're doing your job. Now we have to find out what's going on on the side, each side, because Arizona's not doing their job. You have a Democrat, liberal, or more than that, governor that probably doesn't want to do anything. So people are just pouring in through Arizona, and they're pouring in through uh, the uh, the beautiful state, the once beautiful state, still beautiful, I guess, but they have a lot of crime and a lot of problems, California, because... Uh, the governor's not doing his job in California. He's doing a terrible job. He talks a good game. You know, he talks about how wonderful things are, but he's wrong. And they have a big outflow of people, people that pay taxes, people that don't commit crime. They're leaving. A lot of them are leaving. So I just want to thank the governor. I want to thank this incredible group of talent behind me. And we just went through a, uh, we just went through something very, very special. Uh, we, we did a, a tour, and we did it through all sorts of cameras, they're all over the place. I don't know, they're in the sky, they're in satellites, they're on the top of those light poles, they're all over the place. And you really have it done, and I'm very appreciative of it, Governor. You did a great job, and you're my friend, and it's an honor to have your support and your endorsement, and likewise, me to you. Thank you very much. Great to be here. Thank you. Let's go also to Governor Greg Abbott of Texas with his remarks. President Trump, back in the state of Texas, literally on the border itself, a place that he's been to many times, uh, talking about all the things that he's done to secure the border. At the very same time, we have President Biden down in Brownsville, Texas, 
which was an obligatory visit by him. He'd never been to the border. In fact, I don't think he's on the border itself right now. He's in some sanitized location in the Brownsville area, not seeing the razor wire that Texas has put up around Brownsville. And he announced that he was going to Brownsville after it was already known that President Trump was coming to the state of Texas. It just goes to show that Biden does not care about either Texas or the border and what's going on. As a result, you see a disaster. The United States of America is dealing with more deadly consequences than we have in our entire lifetime because of Joe Biden's policies on the border. And it did not have to be this way. As President Trump just talked, there were four policies that he put in place that led to the lowest illegal border crossings in about four decades. The end of catch and release, the Title 42 policy, the remain in Mexico policy, and building the border wall. All Joe Biden had to do to secure the border was to keep in place what President Trump put in place in the first place. But instead, what Joe Biden did, he signed executive orders eliminating all of the effective policies that President Trump put in place. And then Joe Biden, Joe Biden did something even worse. Joe Biden lied to America when he told America that he needed Congress to pass laws for him to be able to do something about the border. Because there are three laws that Congress has already passed that are on the books right now that Biden could and should enforce. One is a law that, re that requires the Biden administration to deny illegal entry into the United States, like what Texas is doing right here and like what President Trump did. He's not denying illegal entry. President Biden is aiding and abetting illegal entry. The second law is requires the president's administration to detain anybody who does get here illegally. Biden is not detaining them. He's releasing them across the, the entire country. The third law that Congress already has on the books is a law that requires the Biden administration to build border barriers like what Texas has built, like what President Trump has built. And Biden not only is not building any borders, Biden is using every tool that he can to tear down the borders that Texas is putting up in our state. And because what Biden is doing has endangered our country, as President Trump was telling you the stories, not a week goes by without a, an American either losing their life, being raped or assaulted by somebody that Biden has allowed in our country illegally. The fact of the matter is, because of Joe Biden's policies and the more than 8 million people who have crossed the border, the United States of America is being invaded. And because Joe Biden is not doing his job to step up and secure the border, Texas has invoked the authority provided to us in Article 1, Section 10 of the United States Constitution to declare an invasion and for Texas to defend ourselves from the crimes that are being caused by Joe Biden. Very quickly, here's what Texas is doing. Texas is the only state in the history of America to build our own border wall. And we did not reinvent the wheel. We're just building the very same wall that President Trump put up. Second, we deployed those big orange buoys into the Rio Grande that are effective at denying illegal entry. And Joe Biden filed a lawsuit 
to try to put a stop to it. Even though that lawsuit is top in the courts right now, those buoys remain in the Rio Grande River as we speak right now. The third thing is we have tremendous members of the Texas National Guard led by General Seltzer and General, thank you. And also I want to take this time to thank uh, 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 Martin Freeman from uh, the uh, Texas Department of Public Safety and Mike Banks, where we have our own border czar. Mike Banks has spent uh, more time uh, as the Texas border czar in one day than the United States border czar has spent in our entire tenure. And I want to thank Mike Banks for his, his job as a former Border Patrol agent and now as the Texas border czar. But what our National Guard has done, they have sealed off this entire park and taken it over because this area was being used by the Biden administration to violate the laws of the United States of America. And I said, I will not allow this Texas land to be used by the Biden administration to violate American laws. And I asked the National Guard to take it over, and they did in one day. But this is the important fact. Since they took it over, the number of people that used to come across the border before were 3,000, 4,000, sometimes 5,000 people a day. Now, since this park has been taken over and wired shut, there is, on average, about six or seven people coming across a day. Most of them are in violation of state law for trespassing, and they are arrested uh, when they come into this park. And so, for all practical purposes, this part of the border is sealed. Same goes for where Joe Biden is right now. Where Joe Biden is on, on the, the night that Joe Biden lifted Title 42. Brownsville, Texas was ground zero where people were crossing across the border illegally. And immediately, the Texas National Guard wired that shut. So an area during the time of Joe Biden before Title 42 was, uh, or when Title 42 was lifted, there were thousands of people coming across the border. Now there is, on average, about 14 people crossing the border in that area. And that's because the Texas National Guard has wired it shut. Because we are having to do so much to secure our border, that's exactly why five miles south of here, Texas has now launched its own Texas National Guard military base that will house 2,300 Texas National Guard. So they will be able to more swiftly and more effectively continue to secure our border. And the last thing I'll say is this, unless and until Joe Biden steps up and does his job, that he has the power to do already to enforce the laws of the United States of America, Texas will continue to bust those migrants to sanctuary cities all across the United States of America. But I am very thankful for the model set by President Trump. President Trump showed that when he was in office, he was able to secure the border. And I know that when he is re-elected as our president, our border will once again be secured. So thank you, President Trump. All right. That <clears throat> looks like the press conference is finished. Uh, that was Governor T Greg Abbott of the state of Texas with President Trump. And the first person that you heard was Brandon Judd, the president of the Border Patrol Union. Now, this, my friends, is precisely pathetic to watch because we, 
Anybody who's got any kind of critical thinking skills knows that Brownsville and Biden going there. I mean, Biden went after the news came out that Trump was going to go to Eagle Pass. So he's Trump is on the border right there in Shelby Park. They're in Eagle Pass. But yet uh, Biden, oh my goodness, he's going to be just somewhere where everything can be controlled, where he's got a teleprompter, blah, 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 blah. And try to continue to fool people who know what the deal is, especially Texans. I've got a lot of great friends in Texas, and they're having to deal with this. I also have friends in Arizona, great people that I know. They're having to deal with this crap. Just talk today uh, for quite a while to a dear friend of mine who uh, lives in the Phoenix area. So, yeah. So for those who are just kind of like, ah, you know, this and that and the other, I said, no. No, don't. You cannot take a blasé, laissez-faire attitude with this because this is real. This is really bad. And it needs to have actual adults fix this. And since DC can't seem to get its act together, Texas um, looks like they are the ones who are using their resources and their authority under Article 1, Section 10 of the Constitution to say, hey, since Biden isn't going to do his dang job. Uh, also, you know, we're going to do it for him. And he can throw lawsuit after lawsuit after lawsuit uh, in the, at us, but we're going to do our job, period. With the help of the Texas National Guard, the Texas Department of Public Safety, and other states, other red states who are contributing uh, resources to the effort. They're uh, you have Governor Kristi Noem of South Dakota, who sent all kinds of razor wire, and I think even some of their National Guard down to Texas. Florida has done, Governor DeSantis, when he's back in governor mode, does some really smart things. He's sent uh, members of the Florida Guard to, uh, to Texas to help. So needless to say, yeah, when an issue like immigration is the number one issue, it, bar none, in every single solitary poll that I have seen from all kinds of media outlets and sources, you know you got a problem because you it's not just Republicans who are ticked off about this. It's the entire political spectrum independence for sure and even some democrats i mean my gosh you if you're going to believe that everything is all hunky-dory uh with the democrat party you are sadly and i do mean sadly mistaken joe biden is a mess and there are all kinds of uh people who are like okay will kamala harris invoke the 25th amendment uh, that's really scary because she's got even worse favorability numbers than Biden. 
So if Joe Biden somehow manages to survive the Democrat convention later this summer in Chicago, and he is the nominee, it's going to be a very bad day. And we're going to see, again, attempts. I pray none of them are successful, but there are going to be attempts to absolutely uh, cheat and have a repeat of 2020 with mail-in ballots and all the other crud. Maybe no COVID, but eh, it's all right. Uh, they can't really, going to that would be just, you know, pathetic and predictable. And people know what the, the people know what the deal is. They don't. They are very much aware of what the deal is. But uh, I would get back to the whole thing with Blake and Riley, but President Trump uh, definitely made his, uh, made his views known. Uh, he talked to the Riley family. And where's Joe? Hmm? Where's Joe? Uh, nowhere to be found. And nobody, uh, Biden's not going to be talking to the Riley family because it's not going to, you know, it's not going to help him because, well, just because he's Joe Biden. But still, at least Trump reached out, talked to the family, appreciated it. I mean, this is, this is the type of thing that makes Trump so remarkable. <clears throat> when the 13 American heroes who died in Afghanistan came back to the country and Joe Biden was so dang busy watching, looking at his watch that many of those families, I think even all of those families, didn't want Biden anywhere near their funerals. But a lot of the families, if not all of them, actually asked President Trump to come because they understood that Trump was genuine. Biden is not. And, well, I don't know what to tell you, folks. But for today, though, I'm just going, because of the uh, president's press conference, uh, we're going to, I'm going to pretty much call it a day right now. But tomorrow for WTF Friday, it's going to be a whole lot of fun. That is for dang sure, because it will be the witching hour of midnight, and can Congress get it together? Because frankly, it's going to be sad. Truly, truly sad. So, my friends, just take care. As always, you can contact us in blackandright at gmail.com for email. Or you can just simply go to our website in blackandright.net. So for now, uh, let's see. Uh, Biden is speaking in Brownsville, and yeah, and Mayorkas is right next to him. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Before I end up getting seriously nauseous, I'm gonna say, God bless you. Take care. I'll see you tomorrow for WTF Friday. And as always, Patriots come in all colors.